welcome to Postpocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Normally, we'd like to do the check-in with Corey Feldman and his stabbing, but uh, might have to uh, pull that off. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that deserves a whole like dedicated podcast. If you're almost. really curious, just look up stabbing and look at his vape pen. That's all you need uh. to know. Vape pen, stabbing, Corey <laughs> Feldman. It all, uh, it's all very Corey. Yeah, totally. But I thought we would do a post-apocalyptic check-in with John. John has been working feverishly on his, uh, your animated, or not your animated, your short that you're working on that we won't talk too much about, like, the specifics, but yeah. by feverishly, I just see you in the office working. Yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, which is the best way to go about doing this thing, mm-hmm. both as a, uh, sort of a weekly thing Mm -hmm. it's something that doesn't take a lot of time Mm -hmm. you know um i thought about shooting it you know live it's you know it's a robot thought about shooting it live and that would be the easiest thing because you know once you shoot it you shoot it but like animating something is is a whole different thing and so um there are different programs out there that i've been learning like 3d programs and animated programs and i think i found something that that'll work but it's just you know, it just opens up that Pandora's box of, oh, you can do this. You can learn this. And so I'm like, the dilemma is I'm like a kid in a candy store going, oh, I can learn this program. Yeah. I can do. So it's like, I'm just trying to learn, uh, trying to design a thing and learn how to do it where and how other people do things like sort of not crude, but, you know, rudimentary animation every mm. single week. Yeah. So that <clears throat> it's not too hard. So it's something I can do like in a day and go, okay. I'll post this and then I'll put it out. Post, yeah. produce it, and then put it out. Right, right. Um, so that's what I'm doing. You know, when you see me, I'm like <laughs> learning uh, sort of the basic things, which is basically going to end up being. I guess it's not called Flash anymore, but it's going to be basically Flash animation. Yeah. So what? I know Flash went away, but so not, not really. <clears throat> it's not Flash like Flash is a- bought by Adobe, and that was called uh, Character. Adobe Character Animator. Oh, okay. And so... Uh, because that ended up being like a blanket term. Oh, it's Flash Animation. Well, yes, it's the way it was mostly... It was mostly the delivery system. Flash was more of a program than... Right. So it's not like, hey, it's Flash Animation. It's like, well, no, it's animation that ran smoothly through a pro- program called Flash that would run through your browser. Right. In a way, in a, it's like almost saying like Band-Aid. We all know what a Band-Aid is, but it's actually an adhesive strip. But no one goes, hey, give me an right. adhesive strip. You, exactly. you just go, give me a Band-Aid. So right. it's like when you sit there, oh, it's flash animation. Yes. But then that's why it they're could, new. Like, it could be something else. Like, hey, give me a Coke. But maybe Coke just means cola or something like that. Right. Sort of taking over. Yeah. Kleenex, that whole thing. Um, facial tissue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, give me a facial tissue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you want to sponsor Kleenex, we're, we're available. Kleenex, Flash, yeah. well, not Flash anymore, Adobe. Yeah. If Adobe, Adobe just wants to, oh, that'd be great. Adobe. Could I do loved it. Adobe Premiere. Uh, yeah. That was my jam. Pro- Adobe Premiere is still so underrated. Yeah. So, okay, it's enough. Uh, yeah. Deadpool, <laughs> best movie ever, uh, Adobe Premiere. Um, so, yeah, so it's more of a. Yeah, so, so what I want to do is realistically, what's in my head mm. is a produced. In my head, it's like, oh, it's just take this and take this and, and, and do that, and it's fine. Like, it, on its face, it looks like it's kind of easy to do. But mm. as you know, as 
being in post to do like something that kind of looks good and even looks simple takes right. a lot to do, especially yeah. when you're doing uh, CG. So, um, yeah, I'm sure you're looking at the flash animation. I can do a stupid character like that. Right. Four weeks later, I, I got it yeah. to blink. Did you go and like <laughs> rigging and this and that? Did you go, wow. Um, <clears throat> but it's a good, for me, it's a good stepping stool for what I want to do. So the flash animation would be sort of what I would start out with. Mm-hmm. And then I would sort of graduate to like more 3d, uh, stuff. Right. So my goal is to sort of get something out there quickly mm-hmm. and sort of do quote unquote test, maybe like scratch test or something yeah. or animatics. Um, you know, like in those who don't know an animation, uh, uh, you start out with an animatic, like say a Pixar movie starts out with an animatic, which is just a drawing, kind of a sketch, basically sketch pages of the uh, the action, and it'll be like maybe a certain action will have you know maybe two or three movements, and so you'll go from movement to movement, but it'll be implied that we kind of know what they do, but they don't do a whole full animation. Yeah, if you go to YouTube, uh, look at like. Scene, totally. like you could do like Pixar scene com- uh, comparison and Animax are fascinating because they are literally just pencil sketches which now are probably just pinned to live wick with a, either the Microsoft Surface pen or like the uh, Apple pencil Yeah, both will take sponsors of both so you know it is funny though because they'll show the character and then they'll just kind of like rudimentally move it Yeah, no, no movement other, there's no gesticular movement it is stick figure yeah. That's literally just say you know it's like Mr. Incredible move it so they have a timing and then they're like oh mrs incredible and they'll put them together right like this is what we want to do exactly and, and it's all in a in a uh the uh effort to have it you know be a speedy process and to like get it to that story conference or whatever the next day so you can sort of put it out there and everyone can talk about it you know it's not supposed to be you know it costs too much money to like go into a full sort yeah. of animated thing but just to talk about something, you can just see it at its, uh, this happens with all animation, to see it, you know, at its, uh, you know, most basic level. Um, so that's kind of what I want to do is to, to do some tests and to sort of put those, post those and put yeah. those out there. And I'll let people know where the uh, where to find those when it happens. Yeah. And just sort of get a feel for what I want to do and then, you know, branch out into more sophisticated stuff you know in the beginning i was like oh yeah i'm gonna do this but i think we talked about uh me building a robot yeah. and using a raspberry pi as like which I none of us still, still know don't know how to do that but we'll take your sponsorship but we have no idea what raspberry pi does exactly <laughs> and apparently you go on to youtube they're nine-year-olds yeah so i wired a whole you know motorcycle bitcoin mining yeah. thing with raspberry pi oh Okay. $40. I've made yeah. $200 million. It's like, wow. 40 bucks. That's yeah. all. It's like, that's like, when you see it's only 40 bucks, you go, oh, wow, 40 bucks, and I can do all these things. And then you actually see people utilizing it, and it's like, oh, that's, yeah, that that it, costs $40,000 yeah, to learn that. basically gave those super creative people with no money the outlet. Right. It's like, oh, man, I could do it if I had all this equipment. And they're like, well, what about a dumbed down? Oh, I, now I can build it. Right, okay. exactly. It's like, oh, okay, you actually have to have some engineering skills. And, you know, of course, you go to the, uh, you go online and you look at Raspberry Pi, like, projects and stuff. And it goes, for beginners, you know, K through 12. And you go, oh, that's where I, that's where yeah, I better I just start there and make yeah. sure. I, 
It's like basically what I'll do is I'll make a light bulb work. Right. Oh, I made a light bulb work. You go. What's next? I'd be like coming to work. Rob, I made a light bulb. You know, I've got to bring the light bulb. To that. Like, what an accomplishment. Sixty dollars later, I'm yeah. like, really? I feel like you could just go yeah. buy a light bulb. Like, yeah, I could, but, but wait till I turn it on and off. Yeah. Right now, I can just turn it on. Right. There's no off. Use the computer, have it all hooked up, and like write code to yeah. turn it on and off. You're like, yeah, it did. Yeah. Look, look at this. The switch, light switch, can yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, but Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Somehow that's the answer to yeah, all of it. Exactly. Are you giving yourself like a, a like a rough deadline just to, to get something done? You're like, all right, you know, May first. Well, I like I like deadlines because I need deadlines. But uh, right now, I'm just trying to like look into the design of it and trying to figure out the tools. Yeah. Um, and so my goal is to like every day just go hard on that, and then. Maybe in two or three weeks, I'll have hopefully something that I can, you know, put out yeah. and test. So I think I'm at the point now where it's not as daunting as it was. Mm-hmm. And um, next couple of weeks, I'll work on rigging and stuff like that. And once I do that, then I can just do some like sort of like a stick figure, paper yeah. cutout, whatever, a basic, basic thing, just do some basic rigging of that Mm -hmm. and um just try something and just put it out and just go from there it's all about like getting that momentum like i'm not going to be guava juice right away yeah you know um we can only dream youtuber jeez um you become guava juice i'm not going to see john at work the next day no i'm guava juice where'd john go now he's the new guava juice i know it's like i was thinking yesterday it's like wow we said he made 9k a day but he's got a lot more subscribers so he's probably making that more now yeah yeah it's like but you know i don't know i don't know if you could do that anymore but there's probably eight guava juices out there doing his exact same thing just no one no one getting it it could still be as entertaining like it could be a clone of guava juice people just aren't watching that channel like it didn't because you know it didn't get shared and it's like oh there's this other guy that's just as good yeah i got guava juice yeah and I think that's that's what it is. We sort of gravitate to a what we like, and maybe he started long time ago, and then people started talking about it. Like a lot of kids yeah. start sharing things, and then it starts to be a brand. And then you start to just go to that, you know, because it's hard to like have like a brand and start something else and something where the market share, you know, is dominated by one thing. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, off topic, yeah. like when uh, <laughs> exactly when Under Armour came out at least i'm not sure how long it's been around but when under armor came out i was like yeah some football players are wear it or basketball players yeah. are wear it but like you got nike you got a yeah. like to come out into like a sports apparel now it's like uh, i don't know i mean everyone's so married to all these uh huge brands and then like i guess they did something where it was like okay they got uh, some players are wear it, obviously, and then now it's a now it's a big thing. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just hard, like say for guava juice, for uh, you know papaya juice to come out yeah. and go, hey guys, I do the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, I got this guy, and plus this guy already has however many million subscribers, so he must be good. So yeah. I'm going to go to that. This guy only has like three. I'll check mm-hmm. in in a week or so, right? You exactly. Know, maybe. Yeah, like I might watch it, but I don't know if I'm going to subscribe. Yeah. Well, yeah, too, like with uh, Under Armour, they had, they could do that. They could find, like, maybe even, like, not the worst team. So it's like, 
all right, who's not doing well in football that we can just give something to? Yeah. You know, because it's like, obviously you want to go to number one, but you're like, yeah, they already have all their deals. They have the star players. <clears throat> those people already have deals. Who has the less deals? Right. Then just give them everything. Just go, hey, no, you can have it free for the year. Just make okay. sure, you know, we see it. When you're in the dressing room, make sure you take off whatever gear you have and you have your Under Armour on. That's all we want. You don't even have to talk about it. Don't even have to go, totally. hey, I'm wearing Under Armour. As long as they see the logo, someone's going to question it. And and, and that's the thing, you know. Um, as long as they work. <clears throat> I know I have uh, some sort of family and friends who uh, are and were professional well, professional baseball players. Okay. And um, I know that they get an allowance from whatever deal they have with the sports company. You know, it's one of those things where they can call up the store, like, say, the Nike store. Yeah. And they can call up and say, I'm coming in to shop. You know, and you have, like, you may have, like, eight to ten grand a month mm-hmm. to spend, which is ridiculous for one yeah. player. You know, to spend $8,000 on sporting goods a month yeah it's like you're not gonna wear all that so a lot of times they may share it with people but um you can go there and they can say okay how long will you want to shop and it'd be like two hours and they'll close the store for a couple hours so that person can shop a they know that they're going to spend the money because they have it and you know it's a professional player so they they're in the store a couple photos yeah sign a couple shoes for the you know donation or something Everyone gets something. Right. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, and this ranges from, you know, top player in the league mm-hmm. to, you know, a good player, but not like well-known. Yeah. So, um, but both have deals, you know. Yeah. So, and this, so this, I imagine, happens to everybody. I couldn't imagine, I mean, just going with that thing, it's like, here's eight grand at the Nike store. Like, even though I do work out and I have shoes and stuff, it's like, all right, I bought five pairs of yeah. shoes, but that'll last me like four months, right, even if exactly. I rotate them. And I know it's like, oh, and Rob, next week you'll have eight thousand more. Uh, I, I don't have the room. I'll just for- keep buying yeah. shoes, but you got to spend it or you lose it. Right? Oh crap! No, it's like okay. Um, it's one of their, you know, uh, I guess Nike, Adidas, or whatever. It's their, uh, it's in their whole budget or whatever. They yeah. say, yeah, we have to give these things because. If you buy it, you know, and I give it to you, you're going to wear it. And yeah. if you wear it out and see, and people see it with you. Now, it's a great little marketing tool. I mean, yeah, I, someone, they'll take photos of him buying the stuff. Yeah. Hey, look, he's actually shopping. Well, and it's like he's shopping like a regular person. Well, right. they shut down the store right. and it's security and <laughs> stuff exactly. like that. And, oh, also, too, you you bought a camera. What'd you get? Yeah. Uh, I got the uh, Canon 80D. All right. It's, you know... The YouTubers love the Canon 80D. Uh-huh. It, it was the the for me. It was like the step down. I think from the 5D. Okay, you know, um, and it kind of got it just to sort of mess around with a camera that's not going to be, you know, uh, the iPhone. And right. So something that I can maybe shoot something with, mm-hmm. like a scene or something. I don't know if I'd shoot a, a short with it. Okay, I could shoot like this this thing i'm talking we're talking about right with that uh word a live thing i could shoot some elements with it um so i got that and uh oh, 4k some lenses not 4k oh uh, canon just d- throw it away yeah, i should <laughs> just go home and throw it away canon's like late to the uh, 4k game oh are um, they 
Like they have some cameras that are 4K, but they're the high the end prosumer. You know exactly like yeah. the cinema cameras. Word is that the 90D that's supposedly coming out this year mm-hmm. has 4K. You know, and it's funny because you go on YouTube and you look at reviews of cameras and the 4K thing, and they go, you know, my whatever camera that I bought for $200 shoots 4K. You yeah. Know? And it's like, I don't understand why they don't have 4K. I don't either. I'm sure they have their own reasons. Yeah, there has to be. Considering people had, like, I mean, years ago started using. Yeah. If they, the minute they offered video, people were like, oh, I'm going to shoot a movie now. And it's like, oh, all right, that's just a side product, uh, a byproduct of us just having a camera that we added video to. Yeah. And they probably felt the pressure of all the people just buying dumb cameras. Like, oh, I just bought a $200 Canon camera just so I could take some photos and a little video. And then they're like, oh, people want that. So we'll put it in our better cameras. Right. And then it's like with the lens, all of a sudden people are like, oh, now I can shoot a feature and it'll look good or, you know, better than just like using like your iPhone or something. Right. Unless you're Soderbergh. Exactly. Yeah. But does Nikon have, like, who? Yeah, they, pretty much all of them have 4K. Oh. But Canon is, uh, like I said, they do have 4K, but it's in, you know, <clears throat> the high-end sort of cinema cameras that are like. Do you, you think know, that's the reason why? 000. They just would rather I think... people get that if they want 4K as opposed to going to, like, Costco and getting. No, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure they'll say. Well, yeah, those other cameras have 4K, but we our tests are more rigorous than everyone else's. So we was trying to figure out how to implement it in the way that is of the um, uh, standards of Canon. Okay. Um, so with cameras, you know, and there's so many on the market, what they do is um, at the end of the day, it's a business and it's all about selling cameras. Yeah. So they have... A line of cameras. So if they put everything into one camera, yeah, then uh, this is a complaint about DPs. Everything. Why don't they just put everything into one camera? Then I can do. Th- well, if they put everything into one camera, you would only buy that camera. You yeah. wouldn't buy the other one. So they deliberately put, you know, uh, sort of hamstring this camera in favor of you know this camera and put something in here that's not in here, no. so that you have to buy, you know multiple cameras right. and use multiple cameras and each line will have its merits where you can go ahead and uh, have a reason to buy that one yeah. and so uh i think they've sort of gone way too far not putting 4k yet because yeah. i'm sure that's another reason why you know the, well what about the 90d we won't be able to sell that one if everyone's buying the 80d right. so let's make that one 4k so then now everyone's gonna buy it I'm honestly kind of surprised on how many bodies they have, like yeah. just for their regular line of you know cameras. Like they have so many now. Like used to, it felt like it was more condensed. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely had ones that, yeah, you had the ones that did. It's like that's for the pro. That's the guy that's shooting wildlife or shooting a baseball game, like photos. Mm-hmm. And then you had a couple like middle range ones. Now it just feels like everyone. The low end has 15 versions. The middle has 15 versions. The high has 15. And then there's professional high. And you're like, why do you have so many? Right. Yeah, you, you're right. I don't, I don't know the full reason. But I think it's probably that more people are uh, shooting. More yeah. people are using cameras. There are different types of consumers. Mm-hmm. And so for that uh, reason, they're going to go ahead and make... Like the camera I bought, lenses I bought, like no regular 
quote unquote regular person would buy that. Okay. You know, they'd buy something because it's probably cost prohibitive. Yeah. One, but B, uh, they they just want something to shoot with. Yeah. So they'll, but they don't want like a, a you know, a little disposable camera. They want something that's yeah. that's just decent, but nothing that's going to break the bank. So they'll make that camera, and they'll make that camera that sort of looks like my camera, but doesn't have all those sort right. of bells and whistles. Which is um, weird because a lot of that is now just software based. It's not even about like, oh, this has this dial, this has this dial. A lot of that. I mean, you still have some of that on it, but yeah. it's still all software based. No, totally. And um, like, if you get up to the high end cameras, like the cinema cameras, when you talk talking about even the low end cinema cameras are like five, ten thousand yeah. dollars. It's like the amount of buttons and the amount of things it can do is like overwhelming. Yeah. So when you get to like a Red uh, Dragon or Epic or whatever, which is like you know forty grand, or like a uh, the Aria Mini, the uh, oh, Alexa yeah. Mini, yeah, you know, which is about maybe 45 50 it's it's amazing what they can do in yeah. the camera again no one's gonna buy that you know yeah. unless you're serious and shooting stuff but uh, you know no one uses all that you get on the set and it's like we use it right yeah we have it set up to just record bass that's basically <laughs> what we do we just like no we just need to get our image and get out there yeah I we mean, need to record video yeah. of our <clears throat> cast in focus right well, but if you do this and this and depth of field and you can bring down the ink, I don't care. We have a color correction for right. that. We're exactly. not going like, <laughs> We have a whole team of people yeah. that can do that better than in camera, but we just want the, yeah, we just, we just want the shoot it image. raw. Yeah. That's all we care. Just exactly. shoot that flat. Right. Exactly. We'll, we'll apply a LUT later. We're good. We don't need any of your bells and <laughs> which is kind of like almost with any of the cameras. No. And that's, and that's the thing. And that's why. Like competition drives all this thing. That's why you have all these things. That's why you have cell phones with cameras. Yeah, you know, uh, it seemed dumb to put it like when they started out to put a uh, camera on a cell phone. It's like, what do I need a camera on yeah. a cell phone for? Now you can't get a cell phone without a camera, yeah. and it, now it's all about the camera. You know, and it's like the phone is like the third or fourth option on the phone you I, know it's like it's not it's like how do i make a call right scrolling <laughs> exactly. through like how does this work how would my ringer what is that and then you're like eh, who cares <clears throat> exactly like, well it's a, yeah because my wife actually has different ringtones mm-hmm. for people and i'm like she goes oh I, I know my mom's calling or i know my sister's calling i get one call and it's from her that's yeah. the only time anyone calls me i'll get random new york calls for the show i'm on but sure those numbers will go away in like a month. Like those people won't right. call me again. So it's like I don't have any settings on my phone. But you're right. Like who gets a call anymore? Who calls anymore? Yeah. Sitting there texting my mom, and I'm like, she's text because she's never texted yeah. before. I actually do remember the day she 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 had her first text, mm-hmm. and it was um, she's she's in Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, I was on uh, a show, and I was in color correction. For eight hours in yeah. a dark room and we had no service in there so i come out and there's service and i get a text and it's my mother i was like first i'm like oh, oh whoa she's yeah. texting what is this and then it was about this was the time where they had like eight different uh tornadoes in the state and oh it okay. was like devastation so it was all over the news but i didn't know because i was in color correction all yeah. day and i was like this is the 
it was a long text. This is the eeriest text. I'm okay. Don't worry. The tornadoes are here. They're like within you know a few miles. But I'm I'm like, and she's texting. I'm thinking that she's like underneath rubble. You yeah. know, trying to get this no service. But maybe this text will get out. Yeah. That's where my head went. And I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. But after that, you know, I started uh, telling her about emojis, yeah. and it was like basically talking to a brick wall. It was like. Yeah. She's like, what? I don't, emo- what is that? Emo? What? Yeah. Like, she's like, you know what? It's this texting thing. I don't do that. I'm not, I can't get in emojis. Dude, like two weeks later, all I was getting was like emo. Like she had found yeah. like this whole group of emojis and that's all I was getting. Now she's like a pro at them. I was like, when did this happen? Why do you have to tell me stories? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, who calls anymore? Yeah. Like I call, like she doesn't even call me yeah. anymore. Um, these cameras, it's uh, back to the cameras. Yeah. It's uh, it's because the competition. Because oh. you need to figure out how do I sell my phone so that you know the customer buys mine and not the next one. Yeah. Oh, I'll put a uh, phone on it. Oh, I'll put the real internet on it. Oh, yeah. I'll put you know uh, AR. I'll have this as be an AR device or whatever. Yeah. So like cameras are the same thing. It's like well, what can we put on it so that people. A, who have the cameras that they have are going to buy new cameras because yeah. those are your base customers, the ones who already have cameras or yeah. into photography. And then, but then it's know. all about like the lenses. Like you find the one you want, then it's like just all about lenses because you know there's some guys like I have the same body for the last twenty years. It's all that matters to me. Yeah. Well, if, if mostly you, the film guys probably. Right. Well, if you're you're a, a photographer, it, it is all about the lenses. Yeah. And so that's. I got some, you know, pretty good ones too. Um, but what was the main camera that ever? It's kind of started all. Was it the five D? The five D. That was the one. I think that was the first one with video. That was, that the first was one with, with the HD video. HD video. That was like a serious sort of camera that someone went. I bet I could do something with this. Right. And then exploded the five D market. Yeah, I think they wanted to sort of push it as 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 a alternative to uh you know really expensive camera because it was at a, one time it was like the 5d and the 7d was sort of the similar they sort of were good at different things but yeah. 5d was sort of the main uh flagship camera so it was the 5d um and then like not even a, i don't think a red yet it was just like 5d and like cinema cameras that were like a hundred grand yeah because i know canon got into because a friend of mine had either the glx or the xl5 the, the, what was the that one that was like oh the like the, uh, the video X- camera XL one XL one yeah yeah that was like Panasonic that was like the fr- oh yeah that was the first camera that became cheap enough yeah. to shoot the something XL1, that yeah, looked yeah. good that one was a um, when I dipped my foot in reality mm-hmm. uh, way back when. Yeah, yeah that was the the camera where a lot of people were shooting on the uh, on the XL one. Yeah. You know, it was like, take the XL1 out. It was like this, you know, reality house. And they were like, yeah, get the XL1 out. So they had a, a bunch of XL1s. Yeah. And then after that, the thing I sh- the, the reality show I did, we shot on the uh, Pan- Panasonic HVX200. Mm-hmm. And that one um, started using these crazy things, cards. And it was yeah. like, wait, there's a card? Yeah, because uh, that was a, I think you could get it. You could either use the tape. Mm-hmm. Or put a card in it, right. but no one knew what to do with the card. Right, like, the it was, card that was, was smart like, though. Yeah, yeah. Put a card in there, and everyone's like, eh, I don't know what that means. Right, right, exactly. Right. So, I think we use. I think a lot of times we use tapes, but we use these what we call P two cards yeah. that we put in there. Um, 
and then it's like trying to find a recorder that you know a p2 <clears throat> recorder or reader or whatever and it was like wow this is kind of this is kind of cool and the camera was just a, sort of your elongated like video camera it wasn't yeah it was just the better version yeah, yeah. of it because it had a better lens better processor so that's why like that was the one that everyone jumped and i shot actually i think i shot a music video my friend had one mm -hmm. so we used it and it looked really good yeah because then i think my first video was actually high eight because i was just testing something out and it was like and it felt like look how genius this looks video quality was just probably just 20 percent better yeah <laughs> you, like ultimately like yeah you look at it like the footage then, or like if you go back to like my master footage on both, you're like, yeah, they're not that much. In my head, it just looked better. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't see the lines as much, the scan lines or whatever. Well, I, I remember seeing this this footage from this Panasonic camera uh, and going, wow, I was blown away. Yeah. I was like, this is so much better than, you know, granted, I'm probably judging it against like high eight or something, yeah. but it was something that was like, oh, wow, HD, this is. This and it is looked amazing. good on a big screen. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing was that. Like, if you had a high 8, yeah, it looked good on your 19-inch tube TV, maybe your 21, or, you know. Yeah. But this looked good on a big TV. Like, if you had a big, like, 36-inch tube or something, this footage looked great. And you could project it really big. It right. really good. No, it was, it was, and it was, like, much cheaper than, like, I shot a documentary on the, uh, the beta. Oh, okay. Beta SP, and it was, like, well, the camera was, like, 80 grand. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously that in beta is a high resolution format so it's definitely going to look good but this was like two to three grand yeah and you know it was doing it something was that rivaled that or whatever and, yeah yeah it was great and it was the panasonic uh, the canon xl1 and then it was the gl1 yeah that came out um that was just like everyone was using that i it saw more smaller the, and yeah, yeah i saw more of those cameras like everywhere yeah i knew that was taken off i mean sure i'm sure probably porn used it that's probably why because it's yeah. they, they determine almost everything right of course but i remember seeing like just driving around la and seeing skateboarders <laughs> with like the yeah. g yeah. the g and it was just like ah it's affordable enough for i mean obviously he has still money it's not like some poor kid bought the you know the thousand right. dollar camera but you could get high quality video shoot really fast the camera had that good handle on it, which was weird because I remember when they put that handle there, like I was like, why is the handle this way? So you would almost hold it like luggage. Yeah. But then once I saw all the skaters use it going, what a weird byproduct of them putting the handle there. Like they put it there so you could just pick it up. And then all of a sudden yeah. you see all these guys on their skateboards holding it low, getting it. I was like, that's probably why. Just yeah. a byproduct of where to put the handle, where to put the handle to put it on the something. Right. Everyone on skateboards just dollying around you're like oh it's genius that's it yeah yeah and uh, you're right a lot of skateboarders had that uh had that camera and yeah. i just saw more of those cameras i was like wow I, maybe i should get one it's still for me at the time was a little cost prohibitive it's like you said it wasn't like you know the 200 dollars camera yeah it was it was a legit camera like they were shooting stuff that was went to air yeah most reality that went to air but, but it was good. Like, no one complained about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You know, so, and that was the affordable way to make these good-looking skate videos. And it's like, oh, my God. And then, and that was because on a show we were on, we had a PA who used to skate, and he had a camera like that. And that mm -hmm. was right when people were posting things on YouTube, mostly for their friends to show. You know, right. like to, you know, it's like, oh, hey, I shared, look at my skate video I posted. Cool. Who's going to watch skate videos? And then that's all people do. Right. Um, <laughs> but so it was easy for them to shoot on the weekend, put it together, and just... Send it. Send a link to yeah. their friend. I don't even know if you could send links to your friends. You have to oh, right. look it yeah, up. I don't, I don't remember yeah. early link sending on YouTube. I think people used to go 
type in this in YouTube. And then you would look it right. up as opposed to sending a link. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was when I knew those were taking off. Like once you could just see the regular people doing it, and then the five D became standard for yeah. a while. Like, yeah, yeah. No, the five, the five, <clears throat> the five D. They had a, I think they had a little trouble trying to get people to uh, realize it was a legit alternative. Excuse me, alternative camera, especially the people in our industry, because they were smart. Because that was the thing with the XL and the G, was you couldn't change lenses. So it was kind of this smart thing mm-hmm. of like. Well, what if we could get into both markets that was the, that at was the same deal. thing? Yeah. It's like, what if we could do both? What if you could shoot quickly, but it looked better? And then, hence the 5D. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. I think you could put, like, a um, friend of mine had, you know, just one of those video cameras. With, yeah. You couldn't change the lens. And he had, like, a lens adapter or something. Yeah, you could put, do that. And, yeah. and, and you saw it, and you go, you saw the footage, you go, oh whoa it's like a game changer yeah so i think they were like okay like you said like what if we just had the body to a dslr mm-hmm. have interchangeable lenses yeah then you know this will make it more attractive to those people who shoot you know with like uh high-end cinema cameras or yeah. whatever because uh, that's the market they they kind of wanted to get to this sort of serious photographer mm-hmm. or the one who like a dp or something like that yeah um and i think it was the first we now uh first show to do that was uh wilfred mm-hmm. where they were like they just bought the cameras right i remember that i think so yeah like, i remember go to costco buy I the mean, camera package at that point yeah even though you know it's micro budget but yeah yeah they bought the cameras and it was like let's shoot this on uh 5d and 70 and it was like really like the studio got behind obviously because the costs were low but because if you could pitch, like, say this goes a second season, which you never know, we're already ahead. Mm-hmm. We're already ahead by buying these cameras. Like, even if a, a camera rental package, like, you buy three of those cameras, maybe four as safety. I mean, you're at, like, how much were they at the time? I mean, they weren't even ten grand. I mean, you could no, get no, them no. for, like, no. five or six. Yeah. I mean, you probably still have to rent some lenses and stuff. But, all right, we spent twenty grand for the season. Right. That's our <clears> camera <throat> package. Which is very low. Then yeah. season two, great. We already have them. We just had a now. We had a forty thousand dollars savings. Yeah. So no, totally. And and but I understand that they were in the the area of a camera, like they were starting to to get things going. But you know, it was still the five D, like maybe version one or two. Yeah. And like Mark probably one or two, and so. uh there was that, and they sort of were getting that down. But at the same time, there was also audio. Yeah, that was the big so, – I think it was Marshall because yeah. he did Wilford, and it was like, yeah. it is a nightmare. Yeah, so it, it was like nothing. they were learning. And there were certain programs that would sort of uh, try to uh, guess through waveforms to yeah. try to try to get things going. But it just did, – they didn't really have a, a sound uh, – a component an audio component that really worked well with the 5d yet so well and that's the thing like you you like even look at the the zoom recorder zoom recorder zoom um yeah you finish the file and it'll be called O one you start another file O two. yeah those early 5ds was like file one 282 what's file two 610 why yeah why don't why don't <clears throat> sorry why don't the video files even why aren't the video files in numbers? Eh, it's a 5D and you can call Canon up. Yeah, we're working on a fix. Right. Because you couldn't even then organize them by number. 
all right, well, great. We can just go in day order and then figure it out from the audio. It was just like, when was that shot? We don't know. But, you know, they figured out that hurdle and yeah. someone at some post house, uh, you know, made it work. Yeah. And you have some uh, assistant editor having to just hopefully yeah. be a rock star to sort of figure it out and organize it in a certain way that gets things done. <clears throat> and over time, when people go, oh, wow, they shot 5D, let's shoot 5D. Yeah. And it becomes a thing. And then I don't even know you can rent 5Ds at that time because yeah. they were like, well, nobody's using it. So why are we going to? Yeah, why would a camera house? Yeah, yeah exactly. why would a camera house buy five when no one was like, why would I want to buy something no one's used before? Yeah. Exactly. So it's like um, that 5D became more popular in the demands. You know, you're going to get a lot more people who are not shy about going, Canon, what's up? What's up with this audio list? Yeah. Let's get this thing going. Because we're starting to rent these things now and yeah. it's starting to <clears throat> become in the, uh, the sort of permeate the, the, the industry. Because um, at the time they didn't have camera. a camera, they didn't yeah. have a guy on it. It's like, oh, we'll record video. They yeah. didn't think anyone was going to like. And if you're just doing some of your own stuff, like not even like shooting, like, oh, I shot some photos of my car. Oh, I'm gonna test video. That's all that you're really doing. Yeah. So they didn't care about an order. So when you took it off the card, it's like whatever. They'll know what their video is. Yeah. But then when you're shooting mass quantities, it's like, oh, we need to put a guy in a department to write code. Right for the camera to understand how to process video files. So, but if you if anyone goes out there, go to I think it's on Netflix or something. Look at Wilford. It looks great. It looks really good. And they bought their cameras at Costco and I I literally don't think that's a joke. I literally think they went to Costco <laughs> oh, really? and bought wow. their cameras because there was like a deal. Okay. You know, it's just like, "Oh, you get a lens, a bag and granted they're not using those lenses, sure. but it's like, get a deal. Get the deal." And they just went and bought four cameras. And just imagine the camera we're going to go shoot a TV show. I know. You know, the people there are like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's on FX. What's FX? Eh, never okay. mind. All right. But, but no, did definitely check out Wilford. I mean. Yeah, it look it looks like it's one of the better looking shows out there. I mean, like I said, it's all about the lenses, but yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, 5D and 7D, and that's all they, they use. I think they used a 7D at night. But it's. Uh, and that game changed YouTube. Yeah. Because all of a sudden people are like, oh, I can go buy this and make even if it's a web show or something where they're just sitting in front of the camera, you get one big light, put it on your people talking, put the camera. It looks amazing. Yeah. You know, people got smart about um, lighting. Some people, some people still haven't, but lighting is like probably the most important thing. And then it's like, and those cameras didn't need it at the time or they need light, but they didn't need as much, right? As much. So like the YouTube things, the people that were doing crappy things because the video looked crappy, Yes, lighting's important, but you could put two Kino flows up in a small room, put the camera on the actor. I mean, because it's especially if you're just talking. Like, if it's like just guava juice, I don't need yeah. a full lighting pack. I just need light on guava juice. If if people knew about Kino flows and just, which is a lighting uh, system, if they knew about Kino, I mean, I, I mean, that, that gives. That's revolu- from me just revolutionized lighting. So like if you can if you have two of those, you can really in like some diffusion, you can really make something look really Your really video nice. Will look pro. Oh my god. Well, that's what's crazy is like uh last time I was at Best Buy, um they actually in the camera sections sell Kino flows now. Like they know. Really? Yeah, like there was one in a box is like, "Hey, get this." What? I like, like want to go out and get one right now. There weren't uh it, it was just sitting there and I was like it was just for whatever. And I was like, I can't believe they're actually selling just one. It was like one. I think you had to buy the stand separate, but it was like, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, they know now. The kids know, oh, I need a light. 
oh, I'm going to buy that camera and a light. Even starting there, they're already ahead of the game. Wow. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll eventually figure out when they're watching footage, okay, maybe I need to put the light a little farther back. They'll end up figuring out, you know, what they need, but they're already starting on a good thing. You no, know? definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you just, I mean, this is what DPs do. You just test it out. Yeah. You just say, okay, what works? And you just trial and error and just yeah. kind of go with it. If you want to focus in and take the time to. Now, I know a lot of times it's just about uploading and getting that thing out there, um, which is great, too. Like, But that's people, also people a test, still, too. Yeah. People still, you know, going to come and gonna watch it. But, uh you know, just a little more time with the lights, just making sure everything is cool, and just make sure the camera, make sure you get your light reading, your meter readings mm-hmm. and everything uh, correct, you're fine, yeah. you know? Um, especially yeah. if you're not doing a bunch of different things. Yeah, if you're just talking to the camera like guava juice or something, yeah. try one. Just put the light up, shoot it if it looks good, post it, figure out what you did, just a couple things, yeah. just keep posting it going. That's all you need to do. And I think that's that's the, the key to it. Like, from what I can tell, he just sort of the same thing all the time a little something different maybe it does a music video but it should be like hey i got this studio here's the lighting setup boom we do one video a day yeah he goes in turns the power on everything yeah stands in front and then makes his 9k that's the way it should be (laughs) um all right well i'm gonna go see ready player one ready player (laughs) ready player one uh so everyone out there go get a kino flow yes go get get a kino flow good investment Go get a used 5D. You can get a used 5D cheap. Get a Kino Flow. You have a web show. You're, you're guava juice. Game changer. You yeah. are guava <laughs> juice. I mean, that's what Spielberg would do. Exactly. All right. This has been Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy.